This is a uh, this is a change for intro music. Um, normally, it's uh, not thunderstruck, but that's that's where that's, that's where we are. That's where we're going. It's been an interesting morning in uh, in a lot of ways. Good morning, folks, and uh, welcome again to the Golden Life here on WBHF Radio. I got no problem with thunderstruck. No, I got we no use problem thunderstruck either. to uh, introduce. Um, our wedding party at our wedding. So it's it's a good song. And we have lots of introductions to do in here today. Folks, you're listening to The Golden Life, brought to you by Asset Management Group here on WBHF Radio, second generation of The Golden Life with Andrew Nida and Mo Pyram. And Andrew is back from his fishing expedition, which I'm sure was oh, a lot talk, of fun. we got to talk about it, yeah. And you have brought the family in yeah. here today third generation maybe one day so who we got good Benjamin, morning fellas ben ben we got drew we got drew jake <laughs> oh jake a little anxious here this morning now we've uh radio debuts for you guys first time actually second. drew's second time on the radio I've and been benjamin's on been on the radio so okay. this is like a grandpa, oh, you're veterans. a grandpa repeat okay yeah. awesome yeah well, welcome, guys. So we did. So we actually uh, FaceTime Mo this morning. Got to give a shout out to our man Mo. Y'all got anything special to say about Mo? He's the best uncle. Oh, yes, never fails to um, uh, step into that role and give us a good time, no matter if we're at his house or at the movies or anything. Oh, uh, Mo's the man. Jake, you got anything special to say about Mo? <laughs> I got <laughs> he said, I ain't got nothing to say. But, yeah, so we talked to Mo this morning. He's uh, enjoying his break and Amber, and then we're actually sitting on the front porch at the beach uh, having a cup of coffee this morning. So, yeah. And That's we awesome. got back. So we got back Sunday. Drew actually was at church camp at Cross Point. And, uh, and then me, Ben, Jake, and Amy enjoyed a fishing trip in Colorado. So it was, uh, what do you think, Ben? Pretty awesome? I caught a super big fish. How long? Over 14 inches. Yeah, over 14 inch trout. Yeah, we got into some 14, 15 inch trout, which, by the way, for you guys, if you've ever wanted to go to Colorado or out west, you never have. It's like, you got to go. I mean, it's it's a totally different world, beautiful scenery. I mean, it's just, you know, for me, it's like God's country. So, good little break and enjoyed it, didn't we? Yeah. Absolutely. A lot. No no injuries, no. And Jake, what did we get get to go see out there? You remember? Um, the oldest the oldest out west rodeo yeah the oldest rodeo west of the mississippi wow and let's just say that was a legit rodeo yeah, <laughs> yeah i think it was like uh it was in uh, gunnison colorado 158 years old i believe wow yeah yeah pretty cool that's like civil war era yeah rodeo, it was pretty much but uh, great experience, and I don't know, maybe a family tradition. We'll see what happens. But uh, but anyway, so we thought we'd bring these boys in, and um, what do we do? We give some, uh, try to give some advice and talk a little bit about what you guys, 
you know, face as young men and learning, uh, you know, we'll try to tie it to some financial topics. But uh, before we do, I think it's appropriate, since you guys have been on the radio show before, with the legend himself, Chuck Nida, Grandpa, that uh, you guys, do you have any stories you want to mention? Any real transparency that you want to give out about Dad on the show for our listeners? Ben, you can go first. He, I went fishing with him once alone. It was just me and him. He took me to, I don't know where. I forgot. But he. maybe. Yeah, I think so. And I was maybe like 50 to 100 yards away from him. And I was in the middle of the river on a rock, and he was too. And I remember getting anxious because I was over there, and I just saw him, and he he was just screaming at himself because he got stuck in a tree. <laughs> <laughs> and um, That happens when you cast sometimes. Yeah, and, like, he was just mad. And I remember I was just sitting there watching him because it was so funny because um, he, he would just get mad. And then the next cat, like once he'd get it done, he would um, he would just get back, he'd get stuck again. So then he was like, Ben, let's just go ahead and leave. <laughs> and then we saw a huge turtle on the bank, a big turtle, like two feet or something, pretty big. And he, and he was like, oh my gosh, Ben, that is a huge turtle. He thought it was like five feet. And I couldn't see it. And I was like, I don't see it. And um, and then he gave me his glasses to see it, and it was pretty big. And, yeah, it was. That kind of goes, it, it kind of goes with it. Uh, y'all remember him training, trying to train us at, uh, you remember that, Jake, where he was trying to train us to fly fish before we went on our fly fishing expedition with him to Arizona? He was basically just trying to give us his tips, but the funny thing <laughs> was grandpa. is we were all doing better than he was. <laughs> Poor he Grandpa. Somehow found a way <laughs> to get caught even though there's no trees. We were literally standing on the So grass. i got to give details of this. So, so and still found a way to get it caught up. We're literally at, what park are we at? We're at Manning Mill. Manning, Manning Mill Park. And, and you know, Dad was, it, it's so funny. He loved, loved to fish. But if you ever went fishing with Dad, you knew that he was never as good as he thought he was. <laughs> but he was super passionate about it. But, you know, it's like a, a, a golfer going to play golf that's not great at golf, you know. It's just one it. good fish yeah. makes the whole trip worth it. But, like, 90% of your time is invested in just pain and agony. Yeah. <laughs> and so he's out there training us. And, Drew, was it like his very – I'm not kidding. His very first cast, he says, all right, boys – this is how you do it. And he goes to cast, and I promise you, like a gust of wind or something came, and everything <laughs> blew back and got in this massive knot or something. Right around his body. I mean, it was it was hilarious. <laughs> I wanted to laugh, but I knew he'd just get more mad if I did. And I and we were all just trying to hold it in. We're like, <clears throat> and you could, you could always tell because he, he wouldn't try to show his anger because he felt like if he shoot, showed that he was mad, then it would make it seem like he was out of control. but So you always try to keep it in, but it was so funny because we always knew, but we never, of course, said anything about it because it was just like one of those things where it's you want to you want to hear it all, you want to see it all, you want to experience it all. And if you ever knew him, I mean, you understand what we're talking about, how he always had that goofy side. What about, what about sports? So I would say one of my favorite memories was we were playing basketball, and – I mean, he he was, like, one of the most competitive guys you've ever met. Like, it was 
we were playing basketball out in the driveway, right? And I'm pretty sure I was winning at the time. And, of course, I said, like, one little thing, like, come on now. And, oh, my goodness, it flipped the switch because he used his whole <laughs> – all all of his body to absolutely dominate me when i was like eight or nine years old and i just remember thinking like what am i supposed to do and he's like come on now i'm telling you this shot back in high school oh it was unguardable no one could do it and i'm just sitting there thinking like just wait just wait till i'm like maybe 13 and i got you and i remember one time i shot the ball he rebounded it and you know usually there's always a rule that if it hits the rim you have to take it back and there was this little crack that might have been five feet away from the goal. And he goes behind it and shoots the ball. I'm like, Grandpa, you have to take it back. He said, Drew, I took it past the line. And I'm just thinking immediately, like, what the heck? That's like five feet away from the goal. Like, you can't do that. And he's like, oh, I'll give it to you this time. But next time, <laughs> uh-uh. That was him. I mean, he he would, like, literally use his whole body. And he would keep the ball, you know, between – but he'd keep his body in between you guys and the ball and literally just walk backwards to the goal and shoot and then rub it in. All talk. He wouldn't even make it the first time. He'd take him maybe two or three just to do it. But, I mean, it's not like we were going to get a rebound. He just held his hands up and shot up over and over. But I have to say, like, he, he was – I remember, you know, all the times that we would go over there for, of course, holidays or just family get-togethers. He was definitely, you know – as a father, you're like, oh, your kid wants to go out and play basketball. You're wanting to kind of chill and relax. And so you're sitting there kind of pushing it off. And the next thing you know, like, before you know it, he's out there completely drenched, sweating. And I'm like, sure enough, you know, he's out there fully engaged. I mean, he was like that all the time. And there's another memory that I have to share. We were um, we were with our friend Evan, and we were outside playing in his backyard playing wiffle ball. And he love wiffle ball. Yes, so oh, much, no so much fun. It's super fun. Yeah, and he would like basically we'd pitch it to him, and he would hit it maybe ten feet foul, ten feet foul, and he would basically say that's fair, that's fair, but I'll give it to you, I'll give it to you. And he said I would give it to you. He would. He would like another example would be like he would go. He'd be pitching and he'd hit one of the batters, and he would he would basically try to lie, say I didn't hit you, but I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you, <laughs> and that's all he would do. He I literally heard that saying I'll give it to you maybe 15 times that game. Grandpa writes right, you know, and that's... he always used to say that. I think just in case that he might have lost, like he could always go back to that. Like, well, you know, if I would have just counted that foul ball or just if you didn't count that one time where it maybe skinned your shirt, like that he always had that to go back to just in case he lost. This so, is say I let you win. Yeah. So yeah. basically we've learned a lot about how to be a grandpa because I'm gonna be the same way. You know, I'm never gonna lose. Well you gotta be competitive. Totally destroy yes. Kids have to learn yeah, they how learn. to win and lose. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, no free lunch out here. You know, do the same thing. Speaking, with my of, speaking of no free lunch, this is a uh, a dad, a proud dad moment. Not really. This is poor Drew. Drew was Drew was at Children's Hospital, and <laughs> look at him. He's he had a procedure done on his neck, and we're there overnight. He is coming off of surgery. It was awful. I mean, I'm talking about like a full on tennis ball in the side of my neck. Yeah, out. And so they. Uh, 
you know, at Children's, they obviously have everything to accommodate kids. So they bring what was a PlayStation. Yes, they bought. And I'm not good at PlayStation. I'm not good at you know my. We never grew up with like video games. When I was growing up, my parents never had any. So, so I'm not really like great at it, and it really aggravates me. But I thought, you know what? If there's ever an opportunity to destroy my kid when he's at post-surgery right, right now. now yes sir <laughs> no mercy <laughs> and so <laughs> i got him oh it was terrible i mean Drew i was, was crying I, I was winning we're in the hospital i was oh. like eight years old and the controller's like bigger than i may have never played madden again i'm still holding I was on madden to, okay. yeah i'm still holding on to the victory yes well, absolutely wins a win a win's a win. Yeah, no doubt about it. No matter if you can't even see straight. But, yeah, just a shout-out to the to the legend and the man himself. He was a great grandfather for sure. No doubt about it. Great yes. dad. Very intentional. Agreed. Which, you know, I think there's a lot a lot of advice to give, you know, to get out there to that. You know, from you guys, you benefited from a grandfather that a lot of people don't have, you know. Mm-hmm. So if you, had, if you had any advice to give to, you know, a lot of the listeners on this show or, uh, you know, they're either – late you know 40s 50s 60s their early early retirement their uh early grandparents or late grandparents what would you say to a grandfather or grandmother being a grandchild what would you say i would say overall take that moment to even though you might be with a bunch of little kids and you think it might be immature to take that moment and be immature just for just for a few minutes and lower down to their level and just basically participate in whatever they do because overall maybe all the parents or adults might see it as you just being like a little kid but to them kids it's like one of the memory it'll make a memory that they can hold on to forever what about you Benji um so just to add on to what Drew said I was gonna say basically just take time to spend with your kids or grandkids or anything if you can do it and just even just those few minutes is like is just like special to them because I remember it was super special to me just watching him get super competitive and get out there and play basketball or football or no matter what it is just to just get out there and and participate even if you have to act like a kid I love it yeah yeah that's super special um so to jump gears Jake you gonna talk any today I don't know he did. T- <laughs> he did tell me earlier. He said, "Dad, even if you mention my name, I'm not saying something, even if it messes up your show." <laughs> so that's a cool hat. So yeah, right. So Jake is our like uh, legit cowboy. Okay. So Jake, I'm gonna ask you a question. You ready? All right. So Drew, move that mic so you can talk in it. All right. So we do something at our house. Now this is this is actually something you guys should consider. So whether you're a grandparent or a parent. Um, you know, one of the things that obviously we try to be very mindful of at our house is just, you know, talking through financial scenarios and allowing our kids to be a part uh, of the normal financial story, whether it's going out to eat and we're discussing the amount we should leave for a tip or we're purchasing an item and, and we allow them to, you know, be a part of the conversation, even if it's a, a big conversation, such as, you know, we recently purchased a home, went through a remodel. And uh, instead of keeping it private, we allow our kids to, you know, hear it and be a part of it because ultimately they're going to have to make these types of decisions themselves. Um, So what we've done is we have uh, given our kids access to an app called Greenlight. A lot of people Mm -hmm. use it. You might have seen the marketing for it. Talk about that. Yeah, and it's uh, Greenlight is a basically a, a bank. It's a bank 
uh, with an investment sleeve that allows these kids to have their own debit cards and get comfortable through the use of banking, banking online. Um, the parent or the guardian obviously has full management, but you know, as they do chores or activities that they have the opportunity to get paid, they get paid and then they get to organize their money, save it, give it, um, tithe, spending, you name it. So um, I'll start with Jake because Jake is our, uh, he's probably our top earner in mm. recent uh, months, but he is by far, boys, our what? Top spender. He's definitely got the transactions worked out. <laughs> so, Jake, you want to talk about what your recent purchase was? It was a big one, too. It's a, uh, so if you go to a rodeo, you'll see people roping a steer, which is technically a bull or a cow with horns. Mm-hmm. And um, you can, it's like a, you'll call it a dummy. Mm-hmm. But That's what, right. It, you just practice tying the legs up, and it was a big old purchase. So you have a, you got a bull head yeah. for Christmas that you can rope, mm-hmm. yep. and then now you have this. Basically, it's a practice dummy mm-hmm. that you can work on roping the legs on. So you tie the leg, not rope the legs, but you tie the legs up, okay? And uh, you want to you want to expose how much that set you back, how much you had to save up for it. I mean, I didn't really have to save it up. I made a choice. <laughs> I made a choice for a different, a different one, and it was a bunch of money. So yeah. my dad told me to like wait until and wait until a different week, and we'll think about it. Mm-hmm. And we kept thinking, and the thinking never changed. <laughs> Thinking's then, important. That's yeah. good. And then um. They said that if I bought it, it would take up pretty much all of my money, and we, um, I, my choice was no, so we went on that trip, and uh, we went to that rodeo, and I just wanted to start doing that, tying up steers, so we started, I already saw people on YouTube do it, and we started to... Yeah. Look at them and make some investments. Yeah. Yeah. Working on Yellowstone pretty soon. That's right. That kind of work. And Jake, as a brother, he he would literally we have these ropes and just all over our house, and he would just go get a rope. He'll be like, "Ben, can I tie up your legs?" And I'll be like, "Oh my gosh." I was gonna ask. I mean, he's the youngest. Yeah. And he's learned a skill. Yeah. So if you guys are mean to him, does he just try to rope you to? Well, I mean, pretty sure I've been hit by the rope a few times. Yeah, I would. I would <laughs> definitely got in the leg a few times. I would say most of the time, he's he kind of resembles Grandpa a little bit because it's one of those things like he'll watch it for a week and then go try it, and all of a sudden he's like he, that guy. <laughs> like you, hey, that's so true. Like you let him know, and he's got you. Whether it's going and picking up trees uh, in the backyard, or cutting them up, or whatever, or making some crazy trailer contraption from the floor. Like it's, it, it don't matter what it is. It's just some new mm-hmm. thing every week, and he's that guy. Like that he's all in. Always good. I'm to. the rope guy now. That's what I do. Yeah. Yeah, I remember when Jake was younger. He, he would. 
I remember looking outside. My mom and me were looking outside, and we saw him. Went and grabbed two slabs of wood, and we bought him this little, like, it was kind of like a wagon, but he just hauled all of his stuff with it. It was a yard wagon he wanted for Christmas when he was, God, oh. you were like, what, three, four? Three or four. I and think, I think I was five. Okay, five. And he, six. And he literally dropped the tailgate to the truck, put those two, um, put those two boards. boards on it, and literally pulled up the wagon to the truck. Like he was going to take the wagon somewhere. And he just did that to just bring it back down and put it back up and bring it back down. Yeah, that was uh, definitely Jake, for sure. <laughs> but Jake, so Jake uses the green light pretty actively. <laughs> he, he enjoys his, he's always in the hunt. So we're, we're uh, but we did learn a special skill because he wanted, he wanted to purchase a one-wheel hoverboard. And what he was talking about was it was an expensive purchase to the extent that it was going to take everything from his account, okay? Like literally all of it. And uh, and he has saved quite a bit over the last year and a half or so. And so anyway, um, I told him, I said, listen, a purchase like that, you need to wait. Let's wait a week. And if you still want it by the end of the week, then you can buy it. And what he found is, is by the end of the week, it wasn't worth spending all his money on. So... That was a good lesson learned. What about you other boys? You got any advice for some of the listeners as to how the the green light app or some a tool like that would be helpful to to you guys being young and you know not yet adults? Uh yeah, I have basically like I just go on green light sometimes and just look and there's an investing button that you can put push and then there's like different companies and stuff that you can invest in. I don't know what they're called, but it's like a small thing that you can invest in. Vanguard ETF. Vanguard ETF. And um, I did that, and I haven't made a ton of money, a ton of money, but I've made like like 60-something cents to a dollar. But it's like one it's good point, to learn, one though, right? Yeah, and I've learned a lot from it, and I've basically now I feel kind of like Grandpa. I feel like a pro now. <laughs> <laughs> well, on this show, your dad's a pro. Yeah. Yeah. Does he feel like a pro at home? Kinda. <laughs> Am I like grandpa? That's what I want to know. Yes. Yes, pretty much. I would. I would definitely say you have. You have well, tendencies. You have your moments for sure. You're, your sister says you're identical to your father. Oh, so I that's know. That's interesting. That is interesting. I do. I find myself thinking, how did I get that attribute? I thought I, had, I uh-huh. thought I escaped that one. Got all his good side. I would say one thing Greenlight's taught me is when you have all your money in one place, like it it comes in handy in a lot of moments. Like, cause I have I have a credit card or a debit card that comes with it, right? So literally all my money I have access to just through my phone and my debit card, and it definitely makes me more wise on what I buy and what I spend my money on because, like, easily if I just bought everything I wanted after maybe a month or so i'd i would be out of the water i wouldn't have much at all so it definitely gives me the drive to either not buy something or go outside and do something to make some money like and it kind of just puts it in perspective on the real world and like making money Mm -hmm. and spending it and being smart with it no i think you said something good there i think you know the key is is i feel and we don't listen by all means we don't do this you know perfectly or anything like that and i've feel like there's more opportunity for us to improve but as parents the goal is is to give you guys an opportunity to make money sometimes you know yes there's plenty of chores around the house that need to be done you know just because you live in our house type of thing 
and you know we do pay for your food your clothes and everything else but there are some some plenty of opportunities out there for you guys to to go and make money and to learn how to manage that money and so um, that's a great tool and I think you guys made some great points anything else you got yeah so adding on to chores um like I get notifications about different chores I used have to do and when we lived in our old house I used to do them like a lot but now I've kind of like cheated and I don't do them as much but like we would have a certain amount of money that we would get if we did some type of chore and it'd be like like an everyday chore would be wash the dishes after dinner or something or take the dogs on a walk or play with the dogs um I think one's like uh mow my yard mow the yard which jake usually does and that's where he gets all of his money to spend from (laughs) that that by the way comes in handy so we only have like a minute and a half left so before we cut out ben do you know the name of your youtube channel ben nida that's it yeah all right ben nida on youtube he's putting out some youtube videos every now and then so if you guys would take the time Search the YouTube channel. You're going to get some great tips on fishing and some great memes. and Fly fishing? Yeah, and uh, hunting. Yeah. Yeah, I think the the videos go pretty pretty far back. You guys got anything else to say before we wrap it up? Bye. Be wise. (laughs) Be wise. Yes, love hard, live well, be smart, and remember, you get to walk this life out one time. Let's make good choices. Jake? See you, buddy. Rope. Good luck with the rope. Rope something. That's his advice. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be back next week. And I think Mo and we'll, you will both be back. Five, yeah, we're done. So we're ready. Whole crew back in. Back together again next week. Mo, if you're listening, do not race any children on the beach. Don't do no. Don't do any running on the beach uh, at all. Mo ain't running nowhere. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and you just need him to. Let's keep all those ligaments and tendons. Yes, in right place, where they please. Are. And make and sure your shirt's not inside out. Oh, that too. Yeah, That's another story bigger. for another day. Yeah. Wow. He's a sharp dressed man. I'm surprised I got by him. Mm, twice. Oh. Well, <laughs> we'll in, to, in a row. We'll have to talk about that. <laughs> same day. See, the kids never forget. No. no. Gonna have to pay for that. Well, folks, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with more Golden Life. Remember, Asset Management Group bringing you this new generation of the Golden Life here on WBHF Radio every single Friday at 9.05. Andrew, any uh, just real quick uh, specific topic or anything you want to tease for next week? Well, we're going to hit up some of the law changes that have recently affected um, the 529 plan. You know, which really kind of changed the course of the way we like to use that type of tool. So we're going to bring that uh, up in the next next week. And there's also some government changes that we need to talk about as well. So good That'll stuff coming. Good. And if you want to talk to Andrew and Mo, call them 678-792-5855, 678-792-5855 for your financial and investment questions located in Chuck's Old Spot, 102 North Bartow Street, Sweet 100 here in Cartersville. Have a wonderful rest of your day. This has been The Golden Life.
Investment advisory services offered through Asset Management Group, a registered investment advisor. Andrew Knight and Moise Param provide general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company or enter offered through Asset Management Group. By contacting Asset Management Group, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.